This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new week here on Betting Weekly Game Bet Match, the number one tennis betting podcast brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. I'm Nigel Seeley, and I'm delighted to be joined, as I am on every single Monday, by our WTA handicapper, Rory Durrani. Good morning. Oh, good afternoon, Rory. Sir, how's your week been, my friend? Uh, it's been all right. We had, uh, well, Madrid, see, we spoke about mm. Madrid latter stages. Um, bit of a tough one on the punting front, I have to say. Um, but interesting as far as the rest of the season goes. Um, had a great final on Saturday. Um, Arena Sabalenka beating Igor Fiontek for the first time in four attempts on clay to regain her title in Madrid. But Sviontek played really well. No disgrace in that defeat. It was an absolutely fantastic match she's still in excellent form and I, I think she's still very much the player to beat and um, and I think you know she's going for a third consecutive title here in Rome I think she'll do it pretty comfortably and um, truth be told well, before we go on to the the picks and the tournament let's just say the tournament this week is the, the WTA 1000 event in Rome over to Italy short stop from Madrid last week the Spanish capital to the Italian capital this week. And as you would expect, the usual suspects are there, the big players in the world in what is a brilliant tournament from the winning women's perspective. Um, last week in Madrid, though, if if there was any, ever going to be a tournament where Sabalenka was going to beat Shriontic, uh, it was Madrid. The weather was hot. The court speed was very, very, very fast. You only need to look at the number of tie breaks in the tournament to suggest that Sabalenka had her day against Shrontek on the clay court in a fast condition in Madrid. This week, it's very, very, very different in Rome. Um, before we look at the draw, break us down what the conditions are going to be like in Italy. A lot of rain around as well, so we expect it to be quite slow, which probably will not suit Sabalenka. Obviously, she's going to be exhausted, exhausted as well from the high emotions and the physicality of beating Shrontek. But Shrontek is the favourite even money, but this is her surface. This is the you know, this is the tour, this is the tournament where she, if you ever want a better short price favourite, Shrontek here could possibly be that favourite. Yeah, and, and that's what I'm gonna do. Um right. but yeah, Rome, the difference is obviously Madrid at altitude, so quick, uh, as you've just said. Rome not at altitude. I was talking to James Blake last Wednesday. Rome is slow. It's slow. Um I mean, big hitters have done all right in the past. I mean, Carolina Plishka reached the final two years ago and then she got double bageled by Igor Sviontek. And Sviontek, as I said, going for a third consecutive title. She is, she's definitely, definitely the player to beat. But as you say, rain is forecast, a lot of it. I think tomorrow we've got a couple of millimetres in the afternoon. But after that, Wednesday could be washed out judging by the forecast uh, next Monday looks like a potential washout as well. So um, 
yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be slow. They won't have to water the courts between matches as they were doing in Madrid. That's for sure. Yeah, I'll be in Rome, and so will Sean Cowett. Sean Cowett's going to Rome on Wednesday, so he'll be washed out. And I'm going to the tennis on Monday. So um, I think you, if you're going to follow us on our Instagram or our uh, our Twitter handle, at Because We Win, I think you're going to see more pictures of me drinking Peroni, I think, or Moretti, <laughs> rather, rather than watching any tennis on those days. They're having some pizza. I think I might have a, pe- a little bit of pizza. Nice. Find the I think I'm, I'm going to go around and just try to find the best uh, pizza bar in Rome and the best pizza and give you some uh, kind of review on that. Uh, so we thought that's about a little bit later on the week. Let's hopefully the weather does clear up and we don't have that. The, the weather forecast does change uh, massively, but the rain is expected and a lot of it next week. So I don't know how they're going to schedule this tournament. It's going to it looks like it's going to be a bit of a nightmare for the tournament direct here. But the draw is out. And uh, before we come on to the outright markets, let's have a look at the draw. The top half of the draw again, Rory, we've seen it so many times in women's events. The top half of the draw is absolutely loaded. Igor Shrontek, the number one seed at the top half. Uh, Svetlina, obviously not, not a proven player, but she's coming back. She's done well here. She's a two-times winner here. You've got Maria Sakkari, who's playing quite well. You have Ribikina, obviously the women champion. Angebur, the beaten finalist here last year. Uh, Paola Vadosa and Barbara Kudrykova. They are the big names in the top half of the draw. In the bottom half of the draw, it's fairly, it's 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 very weak. Uh, obviously, Sabalenka, but you've got to probably want to be fading Sabalenka given what she did last week and the court conditions. Uh, Goff, I think, may have a chance at a decent price to come through. Pegula as well, leading the American charge. Uh, and other than that, the bottom half looks really weak, doesn't it? It's yeah, it's trappy. The bottom half, I think, it's fair to say. I mean, the top half, I'm, I, I just don't see anyone beating Sviontek in the top half, even though, as you say, big names in there. Um, Sakari I would have been interested in, but she's in the wrong half. Um, Jaber, is she fully fit? Obviously, she missed Madrid with this um, slight calf tear that she suffered. Martina Trevisan's in the top half as well. I mean, she's proven on clay, home support. Again, she's in the top half. That's not where you want to be here. Uh, the bottom half is where you want to be. Uh, away from Siontek. Uh, I've got a couple of picks at nice price in the bottom half, but Goff, I, I was just disappointed with her in Madrid. I mean, I, yeah, not her optimum conditions with the speed, but she lost very tamely to Paola Badosa. Badosa as well, she she went out to Maria Sakkari. I, I was expecting more from her. Um, again, just I was just a bit disappointed with her. And as we've mentioned, um, she's in the top half. Um but yeah, there's a couple of players who, certainly one player who performed well in Madrid, who I fancy in the bottom half. Um, and, and there's another one as well who uh, who could go well in front of her home fans. Well, let's have a look at the outright markets for the tournament with Bet Rivers here in Rome. Igor Frontek, um may not surprise many to see her as a favourite, but she's a, mi- a plus 100. If she was in the bottom half of the draw, I think she'd probably be about minus 250 or something like that. That's the the level of the, the confidence in Sviantec and how well she's playing at the moment. Uh, Zabalenka, obviously, um, will she be able to replicate that form last week? But she did. She's coming in with confidence high. She has been in Sviantec, but conditions I don't believe we're going to suit her. Plus 650. Uh, Jess Pegula is the third favourite at 1,400. Barbara Kajikova uh, is 1,600. Uh, Rebekina, 1,800. Andre Burr, 2,200. Coco Goff at 2,200. Paolo Bedosa, 2,500. Zachary at 2,800. And uh, Kudmatova at 3,300. There is obviously some other players in the draw, and there's two that uh, I've, I'm not going to mention, 
leave it to you to mention. But your main pick is Shrontek, as we say. Shrontek is your main pick. And I think it's people look at it and think, well, what would I would I would I take Shrontek at, at even money to win a tournament like well, her dominance at the moment is that she even if she plays someone like a Sakari, she's going to be a minus eight hundred favourite, and she a minus probably probably one thousand favourite against her, and she's only going to be tested until she gets to the semi final stage. And her route to that stage looks fairly comfortable, and her record in this tournament is just sensational. It is. It's um, look. I make a point of trying not to back things at odds on. Um, to me, Sviontek should be. Well, what price should she be? Well, put it this way. I think even money is more than fair, especially when you consider that she's minus 134 for the French Open. On that basis alone, she's a bet. <laughs> Honestly, I just, everything we've seen in Madrid, she she was, she was played really well. She just ran into Sabalenka in very good conditions for Sabalenka. We know what Sabalenka can be like. She can be pretty unstoppable. And Sviontek kept coming back for more. As I say, it was, a, it was a fantastic match. And Sabalenka just about got over the line. Um, I think she won without dropping a set last year, if I'm not mistaken. I, I think she'll do the same this year. I just can't see anyone getting near her in proper clay court conditions. She's just that much better mm. than everyone else. Um, plus 100? Absolutely. I think, you know, she should be half the price, maybe maybe a third of that price. She is just so much better than everyone else at the moment. You know, the only thing stopping her would perhaps be injury or something like that. I mean, we might get some, you know, with the weather forecast, we might get some fixture congestion or something, but you know, she's going to win these matches quickly and, and pretty easily. As I mentioned, two years ago, she won the final in a double bagel in the final. That's just unheard of in, in a final. Last year's final should be on Jabeur 6-2, 6-2. Uh, I'm just checking. She didn't drop a set last year. Um, I'm pretty and she may not have dropped a set the previous year. Um, she is so dominant here in conditions which she did drop a set in 2021, I'm mistaken, to Barbara Krajikova, um, who is in the at the bottom half of the draw, if I'm not mistaken. No, but, she's in the top. She's in no, the top. she's in the top. There you go. She's in the top. So, you know, maybe they could meet. That would be a meeting in the quarter final. But Krajikova disappointing exit in Madrid um, to Petra Martic. Um, and she, she was a bit disappointed in the tournament before that in Stuttgart. So maybe she's not in the best of form at present. And I, I said that before, and then she won in Dubai. So um, <laughs> maybe I'm just going to get her wrong all season. But can anyone beat Sviontek at the moment in Rome? I, I just cannot see it. No, I think the only person who can beat is herself. If I think that yeah. the one thing you've got to be slightly concerned about with this new format of these... Um, these sort of longer format, there's a lot of people pulling out, a lot of people getting injured, a lot of people, you know, I mean, and you are getting some shock sort of players going deep in tournaments. And we just saw in the men's draw last week with, with Jean Leonard Struff, who would have been a, when he, was, he wasn't even in the tournament, uh, he got right. out of that in qualifying. But pre tournament, he'd have been about 500 to one shot to get. But you get... do get funny results in Madrid, given the altitude mm. and, and, and everything else, and, you know, very early stage in the clay court season. And as well as the altitude, you do get some strange results. Rome is a bit more conventional, and yeah, I just find it you know, impossible to oppose Fiontech here. 
Yeah, I pretty much agree with you there. Iga Schronte is clearly the lady to be and uh, even money. She's going to be a two-point selection for Rory this week. So a stronger pick on Iga Schronte given her odds. But you do have two big outsiders that you quite like here. And they're at the bottom of the caption there, if you can see them. But take us away, Rory, and your thoughts on these two big outsiders. Yeah, looking at the bottom half, uh, Veronica Kudometova, she reached the semis in Madrid. But I, she's a player I think the altitude helped. Um, so I don't fancy her here. The same goes for Jessica Pegula, who went out to Kudometova in, in the quarterfinals. Petra Martic just mentioned her because she knocked out Krajikova made the quarterfinals. She looks like she's playing some of the best tennis of her career. And two years ago in Madrid, sorry, in Rome, she reached the semifinals. Uh, she went out to Pliskova, who, who, as I said, got double bageled in the final. I was really impressed with her um, in, in Madrid. She served very well. Um, and I think at 125 to 1, plus 12,500 is a very big price. Um, also in the bottom half, I, I was interested in Anastasia Potapova, who I saw go out to Kudometova. I really liked her fight and her scrambling, and I think in conventional clay conditions, she could reverse that form. I, I have heard down as someone who could do well at Wimbledon. I think she's got the game for Wimbledon, Potapova. Yeah, well, I'm just not sure she hits the ball hard enough. I mean, she's a really good scrambler. Um, she she makes she makes you play the extra extra ball. Um, she gets plenty back. I just think she I think she'd be outgunned at Wimbledon. But um, so yeah, I was really close to backing Potapova, but I'm just going to stick to two in the bottom half. And and the one I'm going to go for a huge price is Elisabetta Cochiretto. As you can see on the caption. She faces Lauren Davis in round one, and she should come through that without too many problems. Then she'd face Potapova in round two. Uh, um, now, the Italian pushed Alabadosa all the way in Madrid. She went down 6-4 in the third. Before that, she didn't play that well uh, on hardcore in the Billie Jean King Cup um, in Slovakia. But before that, she won a WTA Challenger event on clay in Mexico. Uh, she beat Sara Irani in the final. Um, and on top of that, her and Potapova have only met once before. That was on hard last October in Guadalajara and Cochiretto on 6-2-6-1. So in a market where, you know, there's a few players who have been priced up based on what they achieved in Madrid. And, and you know, as we kind of discussed, it, it's not a great guide to the rest of the clay court season. I think... At fifty thousand plus fifty thousand, so that's five hundred to one. I think Cochiretto is a, is an absolutely huge price. Um, again, you know, we need a lot of luck here, but we've pointed out the bottom half is weak, and I think going two against the field in the bottom half, Sabalenka could could you know could get a goal all the way, even though they're very you know, different conditions to Madrid. You know, she hits the ball hard. She can hit through anyone on on pretty much anything, but. You, know, you have to oppose her at the price. And I think Martic, given that she's clearly in good form, Cochiretto also in good form, in a, in a, in a very open bottom half. I think they're both, they're both be definitely overpriced. I mean, I'm, we're only going to have small stakes here. I'm going to have sort of half a point each way on both. Um, but at the prices, I think they're, they're worth a tickle. I mean, I mean, to be honest, there's, you know, there are others, you know, with chances. Um, Maya Sheriff, who who had a good run at Madrid, she's in that bottom half. I think she's around 
the same price, 125 to one. 12,500 plus 12,500, she wouldn't be without a chance. I mean, you, it's a bit like an Ascot handicap. You could pick six or seven and, and not mm. get anywhere. But but I, I think those two, I could have picked three, four, maybe even five, but I think those two, Martic and Cochiretto, are the two to go for. On my little jottings here, on my little notes, I've got uh, I thought Corey Goff in slower conditions. I think the court conditions will suit her, but obviously yeah. the price is not really attractive. And the other one, I know she's not having a great clay court season, and usually she she's very very hard to beat on the clay court. But I think uh, Hadad Meyer was a, was a, someone I looked at as well at uh, triple figure price as well. So we're on the same thinking. Uh, we both agree that uh, Igor Svontek is the person to beat. We both agree that she's probably, even though even money, it's probably a little bit of value. We don't expect even money to last when she starts. Uh, hopefully on Wednesday, and uh, in the bottom half of the draw, you can bet three or four triple figure prices and get a real. Good run for your money going deep. Uh, let's have a look at some matches. Uh, this is some selected uh, first round matches. This is for the right to play a seeded player, obviously, in these uh, WC 1000 events. The seeded players are already through to the second round, and the, the players ranked outside the top 32 have to play for a right to play one of the seeded players. Um, we have you've given us eight matches you want to talk about. You, do you want to take us away here? When the first match we've got is uh, Serana Christie minus 420. She's in great form. She got beat by. Um, Sabalenka, didn't she, last week in Miami? Flew off to uh, another tournament, WTA event, a lower level one, which she won. And uh, she obviously reached the semifinals of Miami, where she got beat by Petra Kvitova. She's a heavy favourite, minus 420, against Volonets, Katie Volonets, who is plus 320. Give us your thoughts on on this one. Yeah, I, I, as I say, you know, I've, I've backed Kirstia for, for the French based on what she did in Miami, where she beat Sabalenka. Um, and obviously, yeah, lost the rematch in Madrid, but I would have been interested in her in the outright betting, but she's in Sviontek's half, so there's no point. I, I wouldn't put anyone off at plus 15,000, but I, I just don't think anyone's going to beat Sviontek. Um, yes, as you mentioned, she won the, it was actually an ITF 100,000, 100K event in Reyes, also in Spain, she won. Um, she needed a third set tiebreak to beat American youngster Elizabeth Mandlik, who we've talked about before, the daughter of Anna Mandlikova. Uh, it's a great week for Mandlik. Um, I, I, I was going to say she may well be a future star on clay, but as we speak, she's playing in the qualifiers uh, for Rome and she dropped the first set. Oh, she's getting absolutely hammered in the second set. She's on her way out. She's she's 6-2, four love down to uh, Rakimova of Russia. So it looks like that was a bit of a flash in the pan in Reyes. Um, back to this match, Kirstia, she should beat Volonets comfortably. Um, I saw Volonets in the flesh in Madrid. She went down in straight sets to Linda Frivertova. Didn't see anything in her game to trouble Kirstia. She did make the semi-finals last week in the Challenger event in San Malo. Um, just can't really find a bet here. I was interested in under 18 and a half games at plus 130, but not enough um, to make me want to part with my cash. And the next one we have Maya Sheriff. You mentioned her as a potential finalist. Uh, Someone who can go deep in the tournament. She's against Anna Blinkova. Uh, Maya Sheriff is minus 240. She's had a sensational year this year. Uh, Sheriff uh, Blinkova is plus 188. I'm guessing from your thoughts on the outright market, you don't expect much uh, uh, trouble for the 43-ranked Egyptian here, Sheriff. No, she did, she did fantastically well to make the quarterfinals in Madrid. She's a clay court specialist, but she's definitely better in conventional conditions like she'll get here. She gets through this, she'll face Angelina Kalanina, who she beat in Madrid 
and also in Madrid, she beat Caroline Garcia and Elise Mertens. If she then beats Kalanina, she'll meet Sabalenka again. You know, she she went out to Sabalenka in the quarterfinals. She took she won the first set against Sabalenka, and then Sabalenka woke up. Um, I think she'll be far too good for Blinkfer here. Um, so I fully expect her to win this comfortably. The bet for me here. Sheriff minus one and a half sets at plus 108. Their only previous meeting was on clay in Marbella last year, and the Egyptian won 6 3, 6 4. And uh, I think she's in better form, so I'm expecting something similar this time. A tournament she went on to win uh, in Marbella. Uh, Sheriff, go. she went on to win the tournament as well. So it was a good omen for her to come across. Uh, Blinkova in the match, a, a very, very uh, sort of one-sided match there. And Rory thinks that goes to the form book. Uh, Linda Noshkova, uh, plus 138, a player that we've spoken about a few times here, is potentially someone who's going to break through in the next couple of years. And it's Shelby Rogers, someone who's a, a veteran now. Uh, the American uh, Shelby Rogers, minus 175. Uh, Noshkova is plus 138. Um, Noshkova's played one game on clay this year and she lost it. But at 18, she's a player on the up. And Shelby Rogers, who is uh, how old is now thirty three, so fifteen years her senior, is someone whose career probably is going in the opposite direction. Um, money for the American here um, wouldn't certainly surprise me with Bet Rivers that the patriotic money is down, the dollars are down. Uh, do you agree with the support for the American, or do you think uh, Moscovia can give her a game? Yeah, there's a big disclaimer with this match. When I saw the odds, I thought I really fancy Noshkova. But you said she's played one clay court game. She actually retired hurt in that match. Mm. Um, it's in Oeras in, in Portugal last month, ITF game. So she missed Madrid as a result. Of course, she made the final in Adelaide at the start of the year, losing to Sabalenka. So she's back here in Rome. So I'm hoping that means she's back to full fitness. If she is, I think she's a very big price, especially as clay might be her best surface. She won an ITF 100K last July on clay in Vesmold in Germany. Um, she took Emma Raducanu to three sets at Roland Garros before that. Rogers is pretty effective on clay. She's a tough and awkward opponent, you know, very experienced, as you say. It's one of those, I'm going to be trying to sort of keep my eye out for news ahead of this match, try and find out if there's any more information about Noshkova's injury. Um and perhaps back her nearer the time. One to leave alone for now, but I've, I've just got a funny feeling that plus 138 might look big. Last week, we tipped up Petra Kvitova, and uh, she disappointed. Match, you, I think, did you watch the game, Roy? Did you, you were I at did, the game? I was there, yeah. And, and she got beaten by the next lady we're going to speak here, uh, Julie Niemeyer. Is it, was it Niemeyer? Niemeyer. 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 Uh, minus, minus 136 for Niemeyer, um, the German... She had a good week last week, got to the third round in Madrid, um, beaten by Mer Mertens in the end. She's also got beat by Rubikina in Stuttgart as well. She, she she only usually gets beat by the, the top players on clay, and she's moving up the rankings quite quite slowly in, in this year. But she's had a bit of an off-season on the uh, the hard courts, but uh, back on clay, she's got a chance here. She's the favourite, though, minus 136. How do you see this one going? Yeah, she's up against Nuria Paris-Dias from Spain. Um yeah, obviously, Kvitova's pulled out of Rome. Um, she had a foot injury, injury that ruled her out of Stuttgart. Pretty sure it's the same foot that's bothering her, and now she's out of Rome. Um, so, as you said, we we discussed, I was at that match. Nimai played very well, but, but Kvitova clearly wasn't right. She didn't hold serve once 
in the second set, which is just totally unlike Kvitova. Niemeyer then went out in straight sets to Elise Mertens. Paris Asdias came through qualifying Madrid. She actually took a set off Veronica Kudometova, who went all the way to the semis. Um, she played in this challenger event in Reyes last week. She beat a pretty solid clay court yardstick in Arantxa Rus, uh, the veteran Dutch woman. Um, then she went out to Mandlik, uh, who, as we're discussing, discussing is, is getting thrashed today. I think for Niemeyer, for Stuttgart and Madrid, that's as good as it's going to get for her because Stuttgart was indoors, Madrid, the altitude. She's a big hitter. Um, she can hit winners here at, at those two places. In Rome, I don't think she can. Uh, Paris Asdias is she's a good scrambler. She can hit the ball fairly decently herself. I just think because of the conditions, I quite fancy Paris Asdias, and I think she's a bet at plus one ten. Plus one ten for Paris Asdias to beat Niemeyer. Uh, two players, very different styles, I think. Anik Kontavit, uh minus one ninety against uh, the big serving Alicia Parks. Alicia Parks last week did very very well in Madrid, but the conditions would have suited the American compared to any other clay courts. So don't look, we'll look too much into that. Contavit, the former world number two, made a clay court uh, sort of debut on the year and she got beat by Mukrova. Uh, hadn't played for uh, since the Billie Jean Cup. Um, bit of a disappointing performance as well in that. Uh, Alicia, uh, Alicia Parks is plus 150 and it's Contavit is minus 190. Um, I, I find it hard to have an opinion. I wouldn't trust either of these two girls with, with much of my money at the moment, but uh, try to convince me if there's a bet elsewhere. No, I don't think there is a bet here. I think it's about right. As you say, Parks had a decent run in Madrid. The altitude helped her serve. I watched her lose to Martina Trevisan. She just makes so many unforced errors. It's, it's unbelievable. I mean, if she could cut those out, she'd be a world beater. I mean, if is doing a lot of work there. Uh, she won't get the altitude assistance here in Rome. Contemplates on the combat, comeback trail after injury. Yeah, she didn't. She looked good early on, actually, against Carolina Mukova, but but tailed off. Yeah, neither player in these conditions you'd fancy their chances. And yeah, one to leave alone. If Parks can get serving well, maybe. But as I say, she just makes too many errors. Um, and unless she's on a quick surface, she's probably one to avoid. Two Ukrainians uh, going up against each other. Uh, Tuzarenka against Alina Svetolina. Svetolina has won this tournament twice before in 2018 and 17, and she was a beaten finalist as well. You know, I think it was 2019 by um, it was uh, Halep, Simona Halep, the, I think, in the final as well. So she's got a brilliant record here in Rome. She's obviously just had a child and she's come out making the comeback trail. She reached the semi-finals in a challenger last week where she was beaten by Sloane Stevens. Uh, but on the main tour in Madrid, she was clearly second met against Sasanovic. A match that I mentioned at the time. I said, I said, I would, yeah, I, would, I, would, Sasanovic. Yeah. I would say that I thought to myself that she could, I couldn't really trust her at the prices, but she's starting to play a little bit more tennis now, Svitolina, and she's, you know, getting in a bit more match practice. She's been off the courts for a long time, obviously having her and her child. And uh, this is an interesting one because these two are obviously both Ukrainians. They've met three times before. The first time was in 2011. And so after that was 2012. The last time they met was in 2017 in Cincinnati, which Svetlina won 6-1-6-4. And she also won 6-1-6-2 uh, on clay. Uh, so I can see why Terzarenka is the favourite, minus 175. But I definitely wouldn't be rushing to bet that. No. Um, 
and she's not great on clay. She went out of Daria Kazakina in, in Madrid. She is plenty short enough. I, I'm still, I mean, as you say, Svitolina, she's, I was really tempted by her to win this, um, but she's still working her way back. And it's a tricky one. I think this could go to three sets is, is, is what I've decided here. Um, and that's plus one, four, eight over two and a half sets is plus one, four, eight, which is a bigger price than Svitolina to win a plus one forty. Um, I might actually bit back Svitolina as well, because I think it's, 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 this is her place. She's won it twice. This is her, you know, this is her mm. best tournament. Um, she loves it here. Um, I think we'll see a third set. I, I, I think, you know, the two players who know each other well, obviously they're both Ukrainian. Serenko isn't having a bad season, but I think on the clay, she's not her best, whereas Svitolina loves it in Rome. So I think the odds should be closer. But for me, I, I'm going to go for, for the over two and a half sets at plus one, four, eight. So a long match as Rory's prediction there, over two and a half sets and a lean for Svitolina in the match as well out of what looks uh, on, on paper a very tempting plus 140 but we can understand the circumstances why the two times champion is the underdog for that match another young player that we've spoken about many times on this and we think has got a big future is the 18 year old Linda Pervertifer she's a favourite minus 141 against Lin Zhu who is plus 114 what do you think here? So there's a good fact here Lin Zhu does not win main draw matches on clay I'm pretty sure she has never won a main draw WTA match on clay, not including challenger events, but I think she's only won once in, in those as well. Frivertifer's not bad on clay. She did run into Yelena Ostapenko on a going day in Madrid and she got bageled in the first set, made it a bit more respectable in the second. She's a very much a deserved favourite here and I, I see her making pretty quick work of the Chinese. So Frivertifer, minus one and a half sets at plus 170, to me looks massive against a player who who just doesn't operate well on clay. And Frivertov, obviously, we've mentioned, star of the future, really talented youngster, and another really talented youngster from Czechia. And I, I think she, she's going to win this very comfortably. So you can, a couple of angles there go with the sets handicap, the game handicap as well. Bet Rivers will be up uh, very shortly with that. Remember, check out the Bet Rivers website. They'll have the order of play times. So the times these matches start going to be starting early again tomorrow on Tuesday. So make sure you check the Bet Rivers website. And also, if you do place a wager on the Bet Rivers website, you can just live stream the match. You can watch it live on there. But uh, check that one out for Vertiva will probably be a nice price on the game handicap and also on the, the money line as well. Uh, but against an opponent who's never won a, a main tour event on clay to get minus 141 just to win the match. Sounds uh, a kind of bet I like as well, actually. Uh, the final <laughs> match is uh, an interesting one. Two players uh, who have been around for many a year now. Uh, Pavlachenkova minus 167 against the Italian veteran Sara Irani. Uh, we saw Irani play a couple of weeks back. We tipped her in one of the games as she put in one of the most performances uh, I've seen from her for years. Uh, the Italian is going to have the home support, very patriotic home support here in Rome, plus 135. And Pavlachenkova, who was always a player that you wanted to be with in Russia and not with outside Russia. Um, she's minus 167. Now there's no Russian tournaments. What do we do with her? But um, do you think that home support can lift Irani here? Do you think she'll have a chance? I think I think it can. I mean, from, talked about Provertivo going to the opposite end of the spectrum here. Two old gunslingers here. Um, yeah, Pavs, as she's often known, she she lost in straight sets to Daria Kazakina in Madrid. 
Irani came through qualifying, but lost in quick time to Danka Kovinic. She's got a wild card here. Um, Irani actually reached the final in Rome back in 2014. Um, Madrid was never going to suit her with the altitude. We know Irani's game. It's very much just pat the ball back and, and just stay in rallies for as long as possible. Uh, Pavlyuchenko, of course, she reached the French Open final two years ago. And, mm. and you would have got long odds on that because... She was always a hardcore player who could play a bit on grass and suddenly she comes from nowhere and reach, reaches the French Open final. She's on her way back from injury and, and and she's still looking some way short of her best. Irani, I just think she's overpriced here, especially with that home support. And we know what we're going to get from her. She's been in and out this season, but I just I just fancy her. You know, this might, might well be her last Italian Open. She's... Getting on a bit. I'm a backer at plus one three five. There you have it. They are the selected matches for the first round in Italy tomorrow. Uh, check the weather report reports as well, uh, yeah. as well as the times, because obviously they start early. As I said, check the Bet Rivers website. You can get all the different prices there. And I think they're probably about 38, 39 different markets on each of those different all those matches, as well as a full list of other games as well. There's only eight there we've highlighted. I think there'll be. What about 24 different matches in play uh, tomorrow and over the next day as well? So check that out. So, Roy, just give us a quick recap of your picks uh, for the matches and who you think is going to win the Italian Open this year. So, for matches, Maya Sheriff minus one and a half sets at plus 108 versus Anna Blinkova. Nuria Paris Astidias at plus 110 to beat Yulin Niemeyer. Uh, Lesia Serenko against Alina Svitolina, the all-Ukrainian clash. I'm going for over two and a half sets at plus 148. Linda Frivertiva, minus one and a half sets, plus 170 against Lin Zhu. And Sara Irani at plus 135 to beat Anastasia Pavlyuchenkova. Outright, Igor Fiontek doubling my stakes, two points win at plus 100, even money. And then we've got two long shots in the bottom half. Elisabetta Cocciretto, half a point each way at plus 50,000. That's 500 to one. And Petra Martic, again, half a point each way at plus 12,500, which is 125 to one. Yeah, I'm totally agreement with Rory on the selection of Iga Shrontek. And I think she's a very worthy favourite. And I think anybody who watches podcasts, anyone who knows tennis, Betting over the last couple of years will know that she is the girl to beat. Uh, I also think there's value in the bottom half, and I have a slight lean for Corey Goff, and also have a slight lean for Beatrice Haddad Mayer, uh, a proven clay courser, not having the best of years, but we could get someone at a very decent price into the final, not next Sunday, the Sunday after. Uh, there's four ways to follow us now here on Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. You can download Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on your preferred podcast provider. You can subscribe to us on our YouTube channel, which is at the Bet Rivers Network. The Bet Rivers Network. Watch that. There's always action across the pod from over here in Europe, as well as all the American sports covered on there. And you can follow us on our Twitter handle, at Because We Win, which is shared by all the brilliant handicappers, and our Instagram page which is also at because we win Rory was uh, live courtside last week following the WTA in very beautiful conditions in Madrid uh, I myself and Sean Calvert will be in Rome next week on that Instagram page and our uh, Twitter page in not, uh, not, so, beautiful beautiful, not so beautiful conditions <laughs> but uh, it'll be pasta Peroni 
and uh, a little bit of vino for me, I think, while the weather was uh, well, while the weather's growing down. But uh, you can follow all our actions on the Instagram page and on Twitter. And remember, myself and Sean Calver, our senior ATP Tour handicapper, will be doing a similar breakdown to this on the men's draw tomorrow, which is Tuesday. Uh, please remember to download the podcast. Last week, we hit number three on the tennis podcast charts in America. And I think we also hit about number four in the UK as well, which is a fam- fabulous achievement. We are the number one betting podcast and we want to be the number one podcast. And with your help and your downloads and your reviews, we think we can do that. Rory, thank you very much for joining us. Enjoy the rest of, well, you're not, you're not going to say bank holiday. You're not you're in Spain. I was going to say, enjoy the rest of your bank holiday because it's a bank holiday. <laughs> the King's coronation. But anyway, enjoy the rest of your Monday. And I'm sure we'll speak to you during the week and next. And hopefully we watch the progress of some real big prices getting through to the final in, in Rome where they face Igor Svantec. Thanks for watching and speak to you all again tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network.